QBM Radio. Powered by Urban Broadcast Media. Chicago. This, that, and the third. Fighting over range against Vaughn be the game, but long live the chief. For a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long live the chief. Chicken fighting over range against Vaughn be the game, but long live the chief. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long live the chief. Uh. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UBM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the Third and Reese PC. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the Third, and my lovely co host is with the most, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. What's up, y'all? And you are now tuned in to another episode of This, That, and the Third each and every Friday night right here on Urban Broadcast Media. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Download the UBM app. Check out the web website www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com and anytime you miss us live you can always check the podcast replay on soundcloud and or itunes by searching this that and the third with the third spelled i i i like the roman numeral three so we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how by shouting out our sponsors twin media group and free lunch academy Yep, yep, yep. Shout out and salute, big salute to our executive producers, Pyramid, Pyramid Marketing, Marketing Solutions, Solutions LLC. LLC. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about what you may have missed last week if you weren't tuned in. First and foremost, shame on you. But here's what you missed. We had a special guest. He was, goes by the name of Troy Pryor of the Creative Cypher. Very dope brother. Very uh, uh, entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hustler. Hustler mentality. He's definitely a bro. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the Ice Codes. And then um, we also, because he comes from that creative space and from that entertainment background, we talked about entertainment. Yeah, we, did. we talked about a lot of the shows on HBO, beginning with Defiant Ones, which is about uh, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Reese Gate had a thumbs up. We talked about Insecure. Now, we're not going to talk about that again this week, but did you see the latest episode? When he got into it with the side chick and she took him back, did you see? Oh it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And now everybody's saying, article, "Like, are you Natasha?" Yes, yeah. and they're saying like she is more of a like a down chick than Issa. Do you thumbs up? Yeah, thumbs whatever. up. Okay, well, to thumbs be continued. Uh, we talked about them Thrones. Okay, we talked about Game of Thrones and what's going on therein. Yes, All right, my nigga Jon Snow will not take that knee. Still, uh, we also talked about power, man. You know what I'm saying? Fifty. I don't know how much longer he's going to be on his own show the way he, at the rate he's going. But um, so y'all stay tuned for more information on that next week. Also, we talked about New Age Slavery. So there's a show coming out on HBO where they're going to pretty much uh, tell a portray, portray what would ha- have happened if slavery never ended. So if there was a another civil war and the South actually overtook the North and what that would look like. So HBO is coming out with that. So stay woke on that. We also talked about Lamar Odom coming out with this tell-all book talking about Keeping up with the Kardashians, <laughs> and he's going to go blabbermouth for about we say ten million, 10 million for yeah. ten million. I do it. I tell you everything I know about my family for ten million. I mean, <laughs> got the check. Uh, we also talked about girls trip review. Now you said you did see that. I haven't seen. Haven't it. seen it. I haven't seen it either. But Damo saw it. Damo saw it, and she gave it a thumbs up. And shout out Tiffany Haddish, and that's her idol and all that good stuff. But uh, I haven't heard one bad review Me about either. girls trip yet. So shout out. 
Um, we also talked about politics with the uh, mayoral candidate of St. Petersburg talking about get on the boat. Yeah, no, get on that plane and take your butt back to Africa. Don't miss this trip. Yeah. Saying he said, man, if y'all don't like it here in America, go back to the motherland. Bye bye. We also talked about NRA news with the National uh, Rifle Association and just how you know what I'm saying their message doesn't really tailor to their constituency group, which is primarily white women. White women. Yeah. So very loyal. Yeah. Very loyal bunnies these days. <laughs> and then we also shouted out Viceland, who always got some dope specials. And y'all just need to tune in to Viceland. They got Deuces in the Road. They got just specials all day, every day. Yeah, they got Vice News. It's just cold and it's the wave and it's for us. So y'all stay tuned. Musical theme last year, uh, last <laughs> last week, was uh, 2000 Bangers, man. So where were you in 2000? I was graduating from high school myself. And we had some 2000 bangers, including like uh, Maria Maria by uh, Carlos right. Santanda. Right. And then, you know, they remade that. Remixed it. Re- and, and, uh, and what's that called? Bryce and Tiller. What's it called? Wow, wow, wild thoughts, wild, wild thoughts. Song. Right. So I thought that was Chris Brown when I first heard it. I was like, oh, they made you up. Know that was Beatles. Did not know. Bryson Tiller. I'm I just got. Right now. I just want them to reconnect. Yeah. I just want yeah. Riri and uh, Chris Breezy to reconnect. Yeah. And then it also had uh, "Get It On Tonight" by Michael. Michael. I was gonna call Michael Jordan. Montel Jordan. Yeah, you remember that joint? I think he was too tall for the music game. You know what I'm saying? Nigga was like was. seven foot. He, he should be hooping. He, <laughs> he gonna talk about he didn't that in a minute. He didn't fit in. So you gotta be too. He too tall to be an entertainer, man. But enough about last week. You ready to talk about some new news for all these new news? All right, man. So we are gonna begin in the best fashion we know how by uh, recapping our weekends or previewing our weekends and recapping our week. So, Reese, how was your week and what's your weekend gonna consist of? Um, well, you know, I did go to the band too fast. You did? I, I made it I made it out there, Z. Did I you? I meant to tell you. Yes, I okay, slid so through. Okay, so it was nice, but I thought they would have more vendors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really accounting for how many uh, vendors it was going to be, did but it was nice. I did go early. I didn't, you know, get my toes stepped on or nothing like that. Yeah. And I didn't know what to expect, so I kind of pulled either. up with the kids. I was with the shorties. Uh-huh. So we went. We got in. I thought they was charging at first, but it was just like a raffle. Right. That's, look, I didn't I'm go like, that way. Dude, I don't I pay like, for nah, stuff. we're going to walk on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know what they were doing. But I'm a student. A guy said that they were trying to keep count of how many people came. That's cool. But I don't know. I, I felt yeah. like people were giving money. And yeah, like, they definitely had that. that little donation bucket. But uh, <laughs> So I gave a dollar. You know what I'm saying? So it was like 33 so cents per person. The Bantu Fest was cool. And then, you know, the week has just been good. I rode my bike twice this week. She's a biker. Down to, yeah. She's I'm a biker trying. these days. I'm okay. trying. I want to do it this weekend, though, for Lollapalooza. Oh, la la. You going to sneak in? You going to park your bike no, and sneak in? I don't want to okay. do all that. I just want to, you know, okay. see, what, see, what, see what they do downtown. Yeah. Have you ever been to Lala? No. Me either, man. I think I not need to go. I, I'm not paying. Somebody was like, yeah, I got some tickets if you want some. I was like, cool. What they here for? They was like, uh, four for three fifty. Yeah, I'm not. I said, I put the free and free lunch academy. Yeah. I can't go. Lala needs <laughs> to have a, this, that, and the third host. Straight like that. Z. We need a press pass or something, Z. Right. I'm, so, not, um, I'm not paying for that. Okay. But the week well, was good and the weekend's week looking good, up. We productive, you know, on that entrepreneurial thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Media group all day, every day. Oh, man, make it what it is. Uh, man, my week was straight too, man. It was just uh, a lot of book backpacking. You know, we in the midst of, you know, packing up 2,000 book bags for back to school right. for the needy kids, co- courtesy of uh, Black McDonald's Operators Association. Okay. We've been working next door with the Met. Shout out to Reverend Al and uh, Dr. Leon Finney for allowing us to host that initiative there. And really, it, it gives the young people a chance to give back. A lot of the kids that are working with us have jobs for the summer, and they come after work to work with us and pack up these book bags for the less fortunate. So it's just a dope Your crew. My crew. Yeah, your You know my hitters. Uh-huh. You know my hitters. And I feed them every day. I feed them well, I think. I think. No? Okay, well. I feed them every <laughs> day. Say, we ain't eating. <laughs> we ain't eating. Man, I got a hundred wings today. Lemon pepper fried hard. 
She be getting <laughs> off a little bit later than the morning shift. But we working in two shifts. We got volunteers to start coming through because of what we've been posting on IG. And uh, this weekend, man, I'm trying to sneak in the La La. My chapter has their uh, uh, annual picnic going on at, I think that's Jackson Park on 63rd and Hayes. And then... Um, it was something else going on. Oh, just parties. I got a couple of little parties and kickbacks I'm going to, so nothing big. I nothing saw you went to uh, Pyramid's party last week. How was that? Oh, it, was, it was crazy, man. It was a day party in honor of Josh Mercer's birthday. And, uh, you know, they just do day parties anyway, but it just happened to be Josh's 35th. So it was lit. It was a, a very nice situation. You know what I'm saying? Uber everywhere, because after you come out that joint, <laughs> you're stumbling. And then the day parties just be so such the wave because it's like you got your whole night ahead of you. All right. So my night was even better than my midday. Mm. Let me just say that. Mm. All right, shout out to my source. All right, so we're going to um, get into some new news, beginning with um, our special guest, special man. Guest. Our special guest. So today we're going to be talking about sports. We're going to be talking about uh, politics. We're going to be talking about around the town, posted up, and entertainment. But we got some dope guests that do some major things, not only just here in the city, but for our kids, man. Hashtag Chicago kids, man. They are the wave. They are the future. And we got some dope brothers that are pouring into them in a very unique way. So I'm going to let Reese take it away and introduce our uh, guest for the evening. That was that was a good introduction. Great, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Good job. I good practiced. job. You made up. Gee, right. two right. weeks ago, you not so much. Okay, so we got two brothers who are both from the south side of Chicago who have individually created their own lane for themselves, right? Um, we have Leo's head basketball coach who started uh, Scholars Basketball Academy. And we have another young guy who has a brand, um, Lucky Living Apparel, and he also has a basketball league for both the youth and adults. And so they kind of just teamed up together and got a real sweet thing going on over at uh, Leo High School. So let's introduce Coach Sean Fison and Othello. Can we slow clap them yeah, in? Let's slow clap. Let's go. And the guys are right in on that. I love that. And they got the shorties with them. See, let you know it's real. Wait, wait. I got something wrong. Say, yeah. Go ahead and say it for me, babe. Othell. Othell. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. All right. There it is. <laughs> so the stage is yours. The mic is yours. The the, the world is listening, man. We want to yep. know who y'all are, what y'all do, how y'all do it, how we can stay in tune with you, all that. Let's go. Well, my name is Sean Fryson. Uh, like as Reese said, I'm a head co- basketball coach at Leo High School. Right. And about seven years ago, uh, I started a program called Scholars Basketball Academy, and it was initially designed to provide basketball repetitions, uh, some professional reps for my kids, for my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a son at the time who was in, uh, he was five years old, and I was taking him around the city trying to get some training, and I really wasn't overall pleased with, with the training I was getting. You know, I'd pay a certain amount of money, he'd be in line for, mm-hmm. you know, 20 minutes to get eight pickings out here, G. You know, so um, it, it, it was a lane that I, I identified with another friend of mine, his name is Alonzo Smiley. He told me that, you know, this is something that we could start doing, start training kids. And um, because I had a basketball background, I played at the University of Wisconsin for Bo Ryan. Okay. So initially, what I, only really what I did was take a lot of things that he instilled in me, the way he taught me the game on the college level. Right. I just took that and said, let me let me break this down a little bit and give it to him in small pieces yeah. and start and try to give it to him as young as I can. You know. So we we start kids at the ages of four all the way to 17. Okay. Um, it's a program that, that I've been doing for seven years, three times a week with my man, Chris Thomas, who- Shout out my uh, man, Chris. The way he's also my program director, the way it came about was um, I met Chris through his son. I, I was at a program, and you know, you always look for talent. And man. I seen his son at the age of six, man. He was it's like phenomenal Cole. playing it small. You know, you seen Cole, right? And Cole. This, was, this was as his dad was working with him and it, before he was getting just consistent reps. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started, he, he brought, he came over to my, my camp, and he was like, man, I love what you're doing. 
and we hit it off from that day. And he's been my, you know, just right, right hand, hand man. Yeah. You know, from day one, whatever we do, whether it's skill training, which we do three times a week on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, we do it 52 weeks a year. I mean, right. we might take off on Christmas, maybe. Right, maybe. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Depending on what day it fall off. <laughs> For me, I'm, I really understand the importance of, of repetitions. Yeah. And I really understand the importance of, you know, to put it in the kids' terminology, apps. Yeah. You know, everybody is about apps and what mm-hmm. apps you got on our phone. And we also got to be concerned about what apps we put in our kids mm-hmm. and who's writing that software. True. More importantly. True. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? And so many of us, we have, you know, we have great cars. You got a Mercedes Benz and you take it to the Benz dealership. But when we take our kids, we take it to the alley mechanic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not always the best thing. And so I teamed up with some brothers who are like-minded, who have uh, kids at first as far as, you know, giving them better opportunities. And our goal is to start them at age of four, be there all the way through high school as a support system, and using basketball as a conduit to teach life lessons. Exactly. You know, the reason I'm here today is because of basketball, because yeah. I grew up in the inner city on the south side, you know what I'm saying, and basketball was my escape. When everybody was hanging out on the corner, I was going to work out, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I had to stay in school because if you didn't have a certain GPA and if you didn't have a certain, if you didn't go to class, I had to coach you. If you ain't wasn't in class, you wasn't playing. Man, no course. And so it gave me a lot of discipline right? and a, a lot of skills that transferred over into my life. And so what I'm trying to do is, you know, transfer that to my son and transfer that to any kids who, who want to, you know, get use basketball as a, a way to provide for yourself. Yeah, and I like that because it's not just about the elite. I mean, you can kind of tell who, who the guys are, you know what I'm saying, as early as little Chris' age. You know what I'm saying? You can tell he's one of the guys. Right. But what about my son, who's not necessarily one of the guys, but he loves the sport of basketball. Right. He needs discipline. He needs structure. He needs to socialize amongst other like-minded young men, and he doesn't necessarily aspire to go to the league, but maybe he wants to be a league owner. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he wants to be a GM or something. Like, it's a lane for that, and it's not just all about, man, we need to take these kids and go you know exploit them and, and you know just man we gonna only focus on the top 10% I like how y'all kind of give back and give that holistic approach to people that just love the game man. Yeah. there's so many young people out here that are falling through the cracks if they're not the guy right. you know what I'm saying so I appreciate that because I actually checked y'all out when y'all were at uh, Jesse Owens mm-hmm. Yeah, my son participated. That's the thing. We we haven't gotten him consistent in anything because he does basketball, football, track, chess. Ooh, out the right. So I'm like, man, go ahead. Spread your wings. Find out what your lane is. But for those young people that either want basketball all year round or I just need it seasonally, right. y'all provide that. I like I, that. I think that's a great approach. And yeah. we need more men, more men who have um, – expertise and yep. whatever land it may be yeah it could be IT it could be building applications it could be basketball it could be finance yeah but we need more men who've been to a certain level whether it's working in corporate America for a fortune 50 company and you have this intellectual capital and you need to bring that back to yep. the city that's what's missing you know when you ride around the neighborhoods it's not a lot of our businesses it's yeah. not a lot of you know you go to Chinatown and you see Businesses Boom in economy Not just You know Not just a chicken place Or a restaurant (laughs) Or a liquor place But you see uh, A myriad of different businesses A diversity of businesses You ride on our neighborhood We don't see that as much And we gotta bring that back And and I'm just using basketball Because that's one of my gifts That was given to me And so because it was given to me I'm I'm using I'm gonna give that back But basketball Because so many of my kids, they, they look at sports as a way out. Yeah. They look at sports as an outlet. Yeah. And so whatever I can do to get their attention, 
and keep their attention and yeah. keep their focus because that's the goal. And it's just like you mentioned earlier, some people, uh, when I grew up, you know, it was about playing everything. You know, yeah. we were saying like kids. I got yeah. a t-shirt to yeah. say I grew up I grew up on the concrete. Ain't no off-season. You know yeah. Ain't and no off-season. You played for football, baseball, you had neighborhood Let's teams. Go. We didn't have yeah. AU. Right. We yeah. played 47, 87. Yes, we sir. Team, you know what <laughs> yes, I'm saying? We, yeah. That's how we did it. Let's but go. now things are much more specialized. And what I mean by that is kids, they spend much more time indoors because of just the right. culture outside. Yeah, yeah. And so because they do that, we want to give them more outlets. And so we use basketball, but basketball transfers into physical fitness. Yeah. It transfers over into the classroom. It transfers over into discipline. Yeah. And Teamwork, so we're just using everything. this yeah. as, you know, to get their, keep their attention. And, 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 and it's been a great, it's been a great tool. We've been, we've been doing it for seven years. Uh, like I said, we do the training. On top of the training, I, I uh, met Othell about two years ago. Uh, and we was we I entered in one of his tournaments and okay. actually I was over there causing havoc. People know right. me. I, I like to cause a lot of noise, man. I was I was doing my LeVar Ball thing. Oh, there is. <laughs> Taking my team off the court. And, get that ref out of here, man. Get that ref out of here, man. So, and so but what I saw I know is I saw uh, somebody who had a lot of passion. Right. I saw somebody who was giving his time back to the youth. Yeah. And me being someone who wants to maximize my time. The best way for me to, if I want to do a tournament, I'm a partner with somebody who already got it going, right? And I can work with. Yeah. And so that's what I saw. And oh, I saw, you know, his own brand, his vision, his passion, his energy, and he really wanted to help the kids, right? And so it's been a, a great relationship. We have a league going on at Leo High School where we do um, a fifth and sixth grade league. We do a third and fourth. We do a seven and eight. And so it's it's a it's a win win two ways. One. We bringing youth back into uh, youth basketball back into the inner city. Right. Too 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 much now. We got to put our team together and go out to Bolingbrook and Naperville yeah. and Indiana to mm-hmm. get some competitive games. So we want to keep some competitive basketball close to the house yeah. where you can get there, play, get back home, and not be you know two hours away from the house. True. And two, you know, uh, I'm a graduate of Leo High School. I graduated in 1987. Okay. By me being a basketball coach and part of my strategy is getting kids in the building. And so much, what, what better way than to use basketball, but then break it down to that level, yeah. so they just walking through the building. Straight up, mm-hmm. straight up. I can, I can, I can only echo those sentiments, man, because I only met O this year, mm-hmm. but his reputation precedes him, man. Like one of the biggest yeah, things. Yeah, man. We ain't gonna pump him up too much. No, no, no. Because he's gonna break this up on his Instagram. And then I am just gonna say this. I'm just gonna say this. Any, any brother that, and I hope you don't mind me putting your business out there, but any brother that is willing to um, help with the tuition costs for young people to get a quality education is my man. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, I'm not I'm not trying to diss CPS, but at the end of the day, a quality education can get you a lot further than the lack thereof. Yeah. And seeing that and pouring into these young people and knowing, man, you gotta do these things before you can do anything in this world. You need at least these things and enabling them and empowering them to have access to those things. That's what's dope. So he got a lot going on. I'm gonna let him speak on it on his own. So let's turn it over to O. Thanks for having me. Um, you rap, man. No, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I'm calling it. But no, everything that they said is just, uh, it's been a blessing. Like I said, I'm 42 years old. I'm a graduate of Julian. Uh, played for Jackie Robinson West. I played baseball, basketball, football, won state tournaments. Ex-professional basketball player, playing in Australia, New Zealand, France, Mexico. Uh, a lot of people don't even know my story. They just think I'm this lucky living guy. And a lot of people don't even understand what lucky living stands for. Tell us. Uh, my father died from cancer in 2011. And my mom, they was married for 40 years. 
right after that was diagnosed with cancer. So once my mom beat cancer and was still a survivor, cancer-free to this day, I came up with the brand Lucky Living. I was lucky to still have a living. Uh, moved back home and my brand just took off. But before that, like I said, I've been doing the men pro-ams for 15 years now. Black-owned business. Okay. Never worked a day in my life. Um, always was that dude who was got along with everybody. Mm -hmm. And everybody told me, they like, man, you spend all these time with these men, you should do something for the kids. So I did something. Before I started going up to Leo, I did it out of Teal in one year, and the response just was so great. Met Sean. Sean actually called me. Mm -hmm. You know, he was like, man, I want you to do something in my building. And the one and a half years that I did it at Leo with the kids has been way more beneficial than the 15 years I've been doing it with men. That's what's up. And one and a half years. But I'm still loyal to my men because the right. men are the people who made my brand what it is it. today. Right. Right. But the kids, all these kids, they come up to you because they all Instagram heavy. They're right. all Facebook of heavy. They just love you. And what we do with them, like I said, we provide a good service. Uh -huh. We give them basketball all year round. You can't play in my league without a uniform because everybody's taking pictures. Everybody's recording. Yeah. So I have it to where we, you got to be, when you come through them doors of Leo, you got to represent the brand you win. A lot of these men like Price and CJ, they don't get paid no money for this. And all these parents turn their kids over to us so we could give them a better way. Mm -hmm. We are all strong. I'm 42. Sean's 31. Chris is 27. <laughs> but we all, <laughs> we all are positive black men. Right. And, and you can look, we could go anywhere in this city. We're not looking over our shoulders. We get along with everybody. And I keep telling people, we like Sean just said, we start them from third grade all the way through high school and we do our leagues year round. Nobody else does that. And people spend all their money going out, like you said, the, the Bowling Brooks, Wisconsin, all that, when we give them same services here. But sometimes with our people, you gotta show them before they right. believe. Before they believe. Before they and jump then on when they way. see everybody else jumping on board, man, you should see the Texas me and Sean get, the calls we get. But we tell them, no, now we gotta check, we gotta tax you. Right. You know? So I tell people all the time, man, it's about what you, not only what you're doing, but what you're showing too. We're not just getting these kids in the gym, uh, having them play ball and go home. Like I said, we worried about their academics. Mm -hmm. We are worried about how they're respecting their elders who's dropping them off. We worried about what they're doing in their homes. Ain't no kid I'm following on Instagram cracking cards and robbing people or taking pictures with guns. We don't, I don't associate with people like that. So I tell people all the time, the youth is our movement. I've been lucky enough to do something with Station 23, which is a Jordan brand the last two years. Me and Sean host the All-Star Weekend this year. Jordan, Nike, all those people come to me asking me for services. And it's all because of these kids sitting here in back of us. And like he made a good point, I wasn't a cold kid like CJ. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of the kids coming up, they're just blessed. But if you work and work and work, you will be good. And all the people who was good when I was in seventh, eighth, high school was supposed to be cold, don't even dribble a basketball no more. My man That's right real. here, he playing my pro am. I'm 42. Yeah, yeah. I be trying to oh, tell yeah. her. Hey, I be hey, on. I be hey. getting the intangible stats, and but she he, don't want to relate. He's a good player, but she people don't believe. People don't believe. Like I tell people all the time, I'm 42, but I wasn't one of them cold guys. But I had mentors like Sean who kept me in the gym, picked me up, dropped me off, 
fed me. All those things that these coaches for all these kids do that goes unrecognized. Yeah. So I tell people all the time, once you bring your kid through Leo, he's gonna have a great experience. And another thing we do at Leo that nobody does, we use a shot clock. Yep. For all our kids. Yep. So it ain't no holding the ball. Right. When you come up in Leo, it's pew, Play. pew. Right. They going. <laughs> My men leagues, it's just, it, Leo has just been, they always tell me how great I am for Leo, but Leo at the same time is a blessing for me. For you. That's what's up. So can you tell the people how to get in contact with you if they want to sign up for a tournament, if they want to sign their kids up? They want to get in this league yeah, in yeah, September. Well, That's see, what they the want to get in. League, I'll be honest with you. I'm very picky yeah. uh, because I've been doing this 15 years. We have, And I do them all year round like my kids' league. Mm-hmm. Never had one altercation okay. in 15 years. And these are all street dudes, cops, doctors, fathers. But when you come and put, put on my uniform... We shaking hands and we gonna go home. He could attest that. He be that. on that tuck rule. You can't even have your jersey. You gonna look good. <laughs> tuck that and jersey. I'm the only person who, who provide uniform. I don't get no sponsor from Nike, right. Adidas. This comes out of my pocket All right. because I want people to when they come to the gym and say this is nice and Quality. everybody looks yeah. well and dresses right. well. And like I said, Sean gave me that opportunity uh, for everything that I'm doing now. And I'm loyal. It's not too many people out here who loyal. People talk no, a lot, not. but. I'm very much a loyal person to uh, Sean Fryson, CJ, and anything that has to do with Leo. But like, even in regards to supporting the brand and just staying in tune with you, how can people get in contact oh, with you for that? M3 Lucky Living on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, Othel M. Mitchell Jr., send me a request. It's very affordable. Like I said, it's like my basketball. I don't do it for the money. Right. And if you're wearing my brand, you got to be somebody. So I'm hooking all the radio people up with some lucky oh, living after yeah. today. Now, first question I asked. Right, right. I got you the got Cleveland. Some, I got the Cleveland colorway because right, we won the um we won one of the championships. championships. I get stopped all the time too. Like what's that? Sean them. Anybody who know me, varsity coach for the ladies. I'm gonna give y'all some leggings, some denim jackets, everything. Oh no. Look on my look on my uh, excuse me. Look on my Instagram. We got everything. Excuse me. Unreal. Okay. Well, man, I would definitely appreciate y'all stopping through. I definitely love the fact that y'all brought the young people with you so they could see what's on the other side, man. When y'all stay the course and when y'all listen to these brothers that are trying to pour into y'all and use, using their time and energy to invest in y'all, y'all can be anything that y'all want to be, man. Y'all have y'all whole lives ahead of y'all. Some of y'all going to go to the league. Some of y'all going to create your own league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got some dope brothers that are guiding y'all in that direction. So I just love to see that and salute. So what we always like to do is make sure that our guests stay with us because we got some dope topics that we want to talk about and we want to get y'all opinion on that. That's okay. cool? Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're going to begin with sports, man. So first and foremost, Reezy, I think you told me that uh, my man Idris Elba. He's saying that uh, when it comes to this boxing thing. He said McGregor is going to get him. I'm not so sure about that. Hey, well, you know, Idris I is what don't. British, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? So yeah, he got right. a bias. So yeah. he's not black. So he's looking at McGregor as brother. That's <laughs> yeah. his brother. That's his kinfolk. I'm gonna yeah. tell you what Dave Chappelle said. How about that? <laughs> he said the the anticipation behind this fight between uh, McGregor and Mayweather is like it has the same type of anticipation as the Harlem Globetrotter game. So it don't matter how the game goes, you know who's going to win. Mm. It's like he, the the analogy he hmm. made. Was that Floyd Mayweather, while he was on his radio, he was on with Ebro and them in New York. He mm. said, while we're here talking, Floyd is training. Floyd is the one of the best yeah. boxers that has ever put on gloves without the band. Yeah. At the same time that Floyd is training to defend his undefeated 49-0 record, yeah. my man McGregor is learning how to, how box. to box. 
Hmm. So how wow. are you going to be yeah, the GOAT that's true. when you don't even know the, the, the methodology behind He's a fighter. I'm not taking that away from right, him. Right, but he, he's not a boxer. He's not a and boxer. you can't fight like that when you're boxing, right? Now, I would say this. On, on some instinct of being a boxer, I mean a fighter, I think that once he starts getting pummeled, He's probably going to throw a kick, G. He's going to. No, he's going to throw a kick and get disqualified. I think he's going to kick for it. So then the game is going to be over. Yeah, but at the end of the day. I think they got it in his contract, though. That he can't. If he kicks, he 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 loses loses his purse. I don't don't think. Yes. He's going to have to take that beating. But you would, too. If somebody told they're going to use you, give you $100 million, you got to fight just. You used to using the whole body. Now you got to protect against half my body. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, come on. I'm not used to getting hit. Counting his decision, I, I gotta well, okay. try you. I'm used to getting hit anyway. Right. So for 100 million, I think that's 10 times what he's ever made. Ever, ever made. Ever yes. made. I mean, how many times you get to oh, make 10 McGregor? times what McGregor, yeah. you're yeah. There's like a cap. Nah, I ain't gonna say a cap, but he's cap. never made. He's never done money. In the, in the, so he's just he gonna good give money. it a try. Right? He's going to, that's what he's going to cash out. Million? I think two or three million. Pay taxes. Right. So I get to make 100 million. Come on with it. Like Chappelle said, he might just watch the fight. You know, Chappelle, big boxing guy, and he said he. He might not even go to the fight, but he might go just for the spectacle of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he said, nah, I might sit this one out. I like real boxing. Yeah. So well. we'll see. And the, the fight is this month. I want to say the 27th or the 28th. 26. Yeah. 26? Yeah. Okay, the 26th. My man Chris on it. All right. So now let's move over to NFL, man. What's going on with your boy, Cap? I know. Okay, so he was supposed to be going to Baltimore, right? The Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Could really use him. So the five words that the Baltimore Ravens fans Sam are saying: slow, "Sam, slow." We don't want Kaepernick here. What? Yeah, and so what? front office is like really having to react to this issue because the Giants were thinking of signing him, but they quickly backed down after the backlash they got. Because nigga, they taking like polls. Like uh-huh. instead of saying, "Man, are we gonna go get this?" Like, let's just call it what it is. Let's go get this white boy, right? Yep. Yeah. Nobody's asking. We're gonna we're gonna do a poll to our constituency. We're we're making this decision as a front office or we're not. Yeah. But when it comes to cap, they're asking fans, they're asking stakeholders, they're asking everybody, what do you think the backlash would be? And, and you know what else is crazy? He had fourteen touchdowns and two interceptions last year. They don't care. Fourteen touchdowns and two interceptions. So that just lets you know, like I said, tell people all the time. Cor- corporate America runs things. Oh, yeah. NFL is a billion dollar industry, and I, I'm all for cap. I agree with him 100%, but at the end of the day, they got the power. Right. Well, and at the end, go ahead. At the end of the day, they all need to stick say, together. Go ahead and then talk. I know, right? Because I just needed to get this off. Yeah. Right? They just need to stick together. Like, if Cap had the, su- the players supporting Support, him, yeah, he could be do different. this. Yeah. Because, really, y'all can't run no nothing without the players. But you know what's mm. the, why they scared? Because they NFL <laughs> is they not guaranteed contract. None of that. <laughs> Get, NFL don't have guaranteed contracts. Right, right. And at the end of the day, they like, man, I'm not risking feeding my family. Yeah. We yeah. with you, Cap. You, see, you seen that yeah. movie with uh, Keanu Reeves, The Replacements? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you going to say, Sean? But ultimately, what did he do wrong? He did nothing. He did nothing wrong. NFL has murderers in there. They have rapers. Yep. The people who have raped, they have people who've done j- taking drugs. Shout out Roethlisberger. This, 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 yeah, what? Roethlisberger raped, raped, raped somebody raped, per and, summer. And you saw Pittsburgh standing behind him ruthlessly. Yep. So that does <laughs> speak for talent, too. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Ray Lewis got accused of murder. Yep. And, and Ray Lewis is on. Oh, and Ray Lewis is one of the people who talking about him. Like, he's, don't get he's on that fence. Yep. Like, I don't want to say anything about the organization. Get on. 
the thing Ray's saying is Cap only have a prime once in his life. Right. And if Cap let this prime go, when will he uh, have a chance to perform on that platform? Right. He's just a football player. Right. 27, 28 years old. You don't get these years back. And they're still killing black people since he sat down on the yeah. So what did it so really what is solve? So what is he really doing? Yeah. After a while, you have to give up your fight and just do what you're best at doing. Right. Well, I will say this. I will say this. You can look at both sides, and there's very good points on both sides. I think that no other, let's say, non-involved NFL player is going to mm -hmm. stand because their money is at stake, and yep. most importantly, they family. So your yep. your wife is really going to be the one that's yep. like, nah, baby, we ain't. We, ain't, <laughs> we like, like we was, Cap, we, we had like what's called in here. Yep. Uh, Nikki B, and she was like, we're not going to speak on social issues. Yeah. <laughs> not on camera, right? So wow. you can have your opinion, but we're going to keep it off who out the bam. But at the same time, I think that it comes down to uh, his goal or his aim, to my understanding, was to raise awareness. Mm -hmm. We're talking about it. Yeah. So yeah. mission accomplished. Yeah. But at what cost? You got to look at the the trade offs. You know what I'm right. saying? Because right. he's losing a lot, a lot of a lot. Well, of money. and the NFL ratings have dropped nine percent in 2006 mm -hmm. because of this whole issue. Yeah, they're so. saying because of that. But I mean, that could Whatever. be propaganda. This is, as a, well. but this is a world issue that the United States just has an issue with right. race, and they feel like you should honor the flag, sweep it under the rug, and honor yeah. all that. Whatever. Let's move. Okay. So we're gonna move <laughs> out of the NFL. But but the also um Shannon Sharp. So you know Shannon Sharp. Oh, Shannon. He's able to articulate himself mm -hmm. very well, I love and he Santa really Santa. speaks a lot of the things that we feel, uh -huh. but he just he speaks it. in a yep. very articulate Ooh, manner. Yep. Shannon Sharp, first of all, played for the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. He's a dog. And the Denver Broncos. Oh, Denver Broncos. Yeah. Denver Broncos. Yeah. He's a multi-championship. Yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl championship. He's Fox on Undisputed with this um, white dude, Skip Bayless. Oh, he's dark skin? Yeah. Very dark. He looked like the Denver Bronco mascot. This dude... So Fox Sports has a dude named um, Clay Travis who oh, came yeah, in Shannon and was like, oh, man, mm -hmm. well, you know what I'm saying? And he kind of did that Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter position on the on the matter with Cap. Uh -huh. Shannon's response was, earmuffs, fellas. Yeah. I don't with you yep. and really? don't like don't make me lose my, my job. Check. Like uh -huh. that, He straight up went on Twitter and was like, bro, I'm not on. I don't know you. I, what I know about you, I don't like. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't like make me come see you. Okay. Yeah, like Shannon, guy. and he's a well-dressed brother, too. <laughs> yeah. His okay. style. Shout out his style. Yeah. Got, he got me right. that, that wins or not, I like it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move out of NFL. We're going to go into uh, NBA. Steph and Kyrie. Scene mocking kings. I know. Wait, no. At the wedding. So disrespectful. Stay away from this. So disrespectful. No. I'll let Sean no, take it. No, it wasn't. It was a joke. I want to hear from Sean. <laughs> I want to hear from Sean. Hey, I, 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 so disrespect. No, I don't think it's disrespect. I think the NBA is different now. I mean, yeah. okay, listen. When we grew that. up, it, it was it was big rivalries, and it was mm -hmm. because of the collective bargaining agreement. People stayed with the teams ten to twelve yeah. years, and so you kind of identify with you identify with a player longer in the city because he stayed there. Yeah. Now with a three or four year contract and everybody renewing after one year, you identify with players, not teams. Yeah, yep. I do. I, I see. You know that. what I'm saying? And that. so if he, I don't care if LeBron go hit here, I'm just a LeBron fan. Right. So he mm -hmm. playing here, here. I'm a LeBron fan. Now, because of this AAU arena, I see, I see kids competing more and having better friendships because they the better kids are around each other more. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like I'm okay. I'm from Detroit and I'm from Philly. And I don't know who you are. I know right. who you are. I've been seeing you since I was 12. Right. Yep. And now we played against each college. Now we played against in the pros. I met a wedding. We hadn't brought. We had having fun. Right. You are Alpha. I'm a Q. Right. How many times we been in situations at somewhere and we we joining the shit out of our man. Right. right. We give him the beef if you if it's really your guy. You let your head down and it's just that somebody called it. Right. Yep. And now when you when you take a, a a moment in time, 
out by yeah, and yeah. segment it out. You can make that whatever you want. The reason mm-hmm. I was I having felt, fun. They, they the reason joking. I felt some type of way though is because. It's one thing if Steph was in there doing it with Draymond. Mm-hmm. It's Kyrie. They probably all. You, that's a, that's you know, first of all, you know, the co- you know what a locker room. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you talk, you talk yeah. mess all day long. Yeah. You join people. It don't care if you best friends. Mm-hmm. You find something on them. You gonna right. ride with them, and he gonna laugh too, and he gonna be doing. Right, right, gonna right. That's what. It, right, that's right. the culture in. So, in other words, you saying get out your feelings, LeBron. I, I don't think LeBron, LeBron was in his feelings. It's just we, I mean, we the media. Read. The media right. read into it. Like again. So how would you feel if? Like Othell was cracking a joke, and it was funny. You gonna sit there and not laugh? No, nah, man, we nah, nah, we, we yeah, on that, funny. right? We right. on that, but and maybe I'm uh, believing too much when I'm reading. Mm-hmm. But the way in which the trade rumors came about, and it doesn't seem like uh, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie. And, and LeBron are boys like that. Yeah. So that's my thing. Like, bro, say that to my face, or don't say that. Mm-hmm. I, you know I think, what I'm saying that don't seem like they got. I, I think LeBron is one of the best manipulators in this. In this, I did hear he century. leaked that. I did now, hear he leaked. And what I mean by that is, is strong. I really believe that man learned a lot from Pat Riley. I leave, I mm-hmm. believe he learned a lot from some of the elite people in the game. I think right. he has a strong team. And I think that he manipulates the media. I think he manipulates the market. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's going to be one of the first people signing one-year contracts who are getting 40, 40, 40. Yeah. I ain't got to get 200. And if it goes up to the collective bargain agreement and it right. goes up, now I can ask for 60 right. yeah. the next no, year. Right. So Damn. it's a lot that goes into, that I way. think, his decisions <laughs> when he does things. Gotcha. People, people pop him for But even his decisions to go to Miami. The man got like a 15, 20 boys clubs built. Because of him going on some show and saying, hey, I'm going to go here. The University of Phoenix gave him, uh, I can't even remember the number because I want to speak out, but he gave him like 20, 30 scholarships mm-hmm. to give the people for free. Right. But just going over and saying something. So I think he's he's transitioned sports. He's yeah. another character like Michael mm-hmm. Jordan who used his his fame and his basketball prowess to build a brand. Right. And that's one thing I'm trying to teach them early. Yeah. You're a brand. You're you not just an athlete. You're a brand. True and that brand can be a myriad of different Man. genres depending on yeah. what you love, what right. you enjoy. Now, I, I do agree with that because his, his squad is, is – It's super, they, man. Yeah. Sure. They, they think about that, rich man, what he's doing. And, and he did it with his guys. With his he's, guys. He's, that's what, with that's his what guys. I think about. And not only did he, he do that, up. what did he do that was special? He just didn't take his dude off the street that's 18 and say, hey, I'm going to make you my brand manager. No. Go to school. Yep. Get I'm gonna pay degree. for your school. Yep. Get your degree, and now you're gonna go. That's See, that's the, that's, that's different, the man. That's the mm-hmm. different, man. I love that. I love that perspective, man. Because I was, I was, I think I was speaking from emotion. I, 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 I know you are. Oh, thing is, see, say that to me. No, no, don't do this on the camera. But we do that all the time. I bet if I filmed you at a session, we out. If we roast it to your guy, you roast it. Everybody getting it though. That's real. Everybody getting it. I feel you. That's how both people get it. Are you laughing too? I didn't get on them. Whoa! Right. You right. All right. So this is my question. I was watching this clip on YouTube, and you know. um there's a lot of people out there that probably don't even know nothing. Well, I ain't going to say don't know nothing. They know a lot about the numbers associated with sports, and they maybe didn't play themselves. That's why I'm okay. letting y'all know there's a lot more to it than just on the court, right? So this Asian dude, he does the analytics. Okay. And he's telling us, he's breaking down why the Eastern Conference is so weak and has been for mm. 20 years, right? Mm. He's saying it's because of the Western Conference being efficient with their draft picks. So you think about the Tim Duncan draft pick. Mm-hmm. You think about the Kobe. Well, pick and then trade right mm-hmm. and uh how that turned out to be two respective dynasties but then you also have 
bad front office management on the East, right? Yeah. They said the Bulls are one of the worst. worst. The, the Knicks. Knicks are one of the <laughs> worst, right? Yeah. But when we was coming up, those mm-hmm. were the teams. The those were the yeah. teams. But the management was still bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm not Jordan gonna, I was too young to really right, get right. that. All How I knew was we was winning. 33. Okay, yeah. She made a good point because when we was coming up, Ransdorf them wasn't good people. It was just nope. Jordan Pippen them. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? And they still didn't want to give yeah. Jordan what he deserved. Right. right. That's he why said, he, I go get it myself. Right. And that's why you see him, uh, uh, BJ, all the ex-Bulls, they work for other people. The mm-hmm. Bulls still don't take care of still nobody. Yeah. Of, and John and they're just exactly. terrible. But, yeah. There you go. But Paxton and all yeah, them, they keep terrible. them jobs. Hoiberg. Yeah. He's had no pro experience, but he, people like Mark Jackson, who did stuff, can't get a job. Right. So you got to look at, just yeah. like with the Kaepernick thing, you got to look at yeah. the bigger picture, man. All right, so this is my question. With the East being so weak, right, let's say that LeBron doesn't make the move to L.A. next year, mm-hmm. right, and he just stays where he's at or just stays somewhere in the East, and he continuously wins the Eastern Conference Championship, continuously goes to the NBA Finals, and continuously loses to the West. Mm-hmm. What impact could that potentially have on his legacy? You want me to go? Go ahead. Uh, his legacy is stamped regardless. And people don't realize that. Well, if LeBron don't win another championship, and I look at it outside of basketball, LeBron, once he came back to Cleveland, all the community, and he put jobs. He bolstered the economy. Uh, uh, <laughs> how many kids he sent to college right? a li- year? That's why I, I don't understand how people be so mad at LeBron. He's never got in trouble. Right. He's never cheated on his wife. You know what I'm saying? He never did any drugs. LeBron is a pro- positive brother. I don't like him because I was a Golden State fan. That's what I was a go- But when you talk about him as a player, as a human being, as Ain't a nothing. father, as a husband, that's the dude I have the utmost respect for. Mm-hmm. I, I think his career is being validated because we're talking about him in the same breath you talk about the greats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't about talk him. about Dickie Simpkins and yep. Michael Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. Because of the simple fact that every day the media and everybody's saying he's not the greatest says that, okay, I'm in the conversation he's to be one arguably. of the greatest. Yep. So That's what that, that means, I mean, arguably. If you think of, if you had $100 million and you was about to start an NBA franchise, it would only be a two or three people in the NBA you take right now. Yep. You know, you take Anthony Davis, you take Durant, or you take LeBron. Right. Right. Yep. Other than that, everybody else is kind of like, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Booby because of, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you, do you want to deal with his intangibles? But right, when you talk right. about just killers that they position, yeah. you know, it, it's a it's a few of them. And LeBron has definitely paced himself as one of the top. And no matter top who players. his teammates is, he they still win. go to the finals. Do you remember when he went to the final with uh, what? Del Nadoba. Del Nadoba was yeah. he got Del Nadoba fifteen million dollars. Yeah. So did. come on, man. Yeah. Del Nadoba I mean, was a star. You yeah. ain't got to convince me. I rock with. Who LeBron. else was on that team? <laughs> uh, man, Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes. I mean, come know. on, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah they in the finals. That's real. That's real. Yep, Moskov. Yep, Moskov. Exactly. We're out the Lakers right, right now. now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that speaks to the greatness of LeBron. We're going to switch it up real quick for MLS. Real Madrid and uh, the MLS All-Stars, Major League Soccer, for those of y'all that ain't yep. woke. They sold out Soldier Field last, 
Wednesday, not last night. So Wednesday, mm-hmm. two days ago, ticket prices were about two fifty to six hundred. That's why I didn't know about it. But uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, I was going to export. I was going to export, and I'm like, why is Soldier Field jamming? Mm-hmm. And apparently, they had the uh, Real Madrid come fly in and, yeah. and play against the MLS All Stars, and they won. Real mm-hmm. Madrid beat everybody in America. People in don't even soccer. people don't even know who Real Madrid. Real At Madrid all. is from Spain, bro. Yeah. And soccer is the number one sport in demo. the world. That's their demo. People don't even know soccer is the number one sport in the world. Mm-hmm. So I tell people all the time, you have a kid, you know, swimming, like my daughter does, horseback riding. All that. Put them in something that all the kids ain't in, right. if, they, if you choose to, because it's an avenue for everything out here. Sure, mm-hmm. And I didn't know they even give scholarships for everything out here. Yeah. Cheerleading, horseback yeah. riding, yeah. pom-pom girls. So Baton. Like the Scholars, <laughs> Scholars Academy, I'll give it to Sean. They don't just, this is just not basketball, man. Right. This is books. This is mentorship. Life. This is real life, man. Right up. And I a like lot that. of these kids these days don't have fathers from what the media pers- uh, put out there. But, Sean, at our games, guaranteed if you got 10 kids, eight of them dads out there. Yeah, that's 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 the one <laughs> dynamic that you see different, though. Not the, eight not of their dads out there. Right. You see a lot of um, – Father involved. Yep. Father. Love that. Yeah. So that. don't get twisted by the media. It ain't no good dads out here because I know if Sean is not like me, if he ain't at a basketball game, he had a track meet, he had a cheerleading competition. Some. Same with me, man. Straight Support up. your kids. Straight like that, man. Support it takes your a kids. Village they too, need man. It. Support your nieces, your nephews, <laughs> yep. everybody, G. Um, and then last but not least in sports, man, in 2028. So yep. it seems far away, but it's tomorrow. It's right uh, LA might be getting the LA Olympics. Olympics. Summer Olympics. Yeah, the Summer yeah. Olympics, man. So we're going to stay tuned for that. We're going to LA get the Olympics of Chicago, I, King. Anyway. Well, I'm, I'm still, oh, I'm still Rio, sore Rio. about that. Yeah. Rio's terrible. I, I, I've been so, to Rio. Okay, but did you watch on, the real sports? Um, after the Olympics leave, nah. when it leaves, it's a cesspool. When it leaves the country dead, they left it so terrible. I'm sorry. Why do we want it to come to Chicago? Chicago's already dead, and no, nah, but the infrastructure. Where it we would have, have the better been, infrastructure. No, I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like that would have been a good look. For yeah, us. I just feel like that would be great. Good. I don't know. But we're gonna move it out of sports and into politics, man. So what's going on with your boy the Trumpito? Trumpito. So, um, new chief of staff John Kelly replaced. Pence Priebus, right? Military dude, yeah. Right. So apparently, even though, okay, so Anthony Scamucci, right? He's no longer the White House Director of Communication. After 10 days, he's been kicked out of office. Mucci! So apparently he knew when John was coming in that, you know, they didn't they didn't mix well. Mm. And so John set him down that day like, yeah, it's not going to work. You got to go. You're fired. Yeah. So this is like the record <laughs> of somebody You're being fired. in office this least amount yeah. of time. It's a, it's a negative world record. Yeah. Okay. And he was escorted off the White House. He room. was escorted They put his stuff in a box. Put him out. I said, man, grab that laptop, that iPad, and that, that key card. Well, actually, give us that key card, and you're going to walk. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he was um, in an interview with the New York, uh, with the New, with Yorker, the New Yorker trashing Priebus. And he now, Karma's a mod, because now he's out. A lot of he the, sold uh, his people. business in order to take this to job. Take the job. Yeah. And he was like right. a, a, a stock market dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And his wife is divorcing him and she's eight months pregnant. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. It's I don't want to. I don't want to no more. Right now. It's so bad. <laughs> Mochi. I saw Spike Lee saying he was going to cast him in his upcoming films. <laughs> <laughs> Mochi. We praying for you, bro. What's going on with these? How you pronounce this? Opioids. Opioids? I don't opioids. We don't do them. No. Obviously. Right. So I don't know what they are, but apparently they're killing 
Americans at an alarming rate. And opiates oh, are substances that act on opiate receptors to produce morphine-like effects. Medically, they are primarily used for pain relief, including anesthesia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They give you a dopamine effect in your body. So I like dopamine, just, yeah. but just naturally you know, occurring. I like naturally occurring right? dopamine. Right. But what, what's going to happen is when you 50 and 60, your right. body's going to build up such a resistance to it. Mm-hmm. So when you need it, either you're not, your body's not going to ever take it right. or your liver, your kidney's going to fail because you can't continue to Ugh. metabolize that over time. Sounds so all bad. Yeah. Get off that stuff. The people. basketball scientist over here, Sean. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I got, and, I'm and, kind of wide. I like that. And who is this primarily targeted towards? Low income and people with no health care. Us. Wow. Yeah. Why have Give care? us free. I don't <laughs> hey, I, t- I twisted my hey. knee. I twisted my knee. He, he was out for I a couple of weeks. I twisted my knee. I stopped playing ball. Yeah. See? I twisted my knee a little bit in the uh, uh, Look semifinals. Look at She's like, I you really don't have no health care? But I need health insurance. I got God. Hey, okay. do you know what most of those opioids, opioids are in, though? Nah. That's syrup they're drinking. Um, Cold. The stuff uh, Tariq drinking yeah. on lean, huh? Tariq. I mean, on lean. power. Huh? Yeah, he's <laughs> definitely off that sauce. All right. What's going on with... Um, Cory Cory Booker. So, Senator out of New Jersey, Cory Booker is trying to legalize weed at the federal level. <laughs> I'll vote for that. Yeah. He got um, the Marijuana Justice Act. He's also trying to reduce sentences for those who went away on marijuana charges. I mean, really, the whole country making money off of it at this point. So that's, that's why keep sale. giving people a life sentence for that's a joint? A, that's a tough yep. sale, man. But it, it, it's one of the things, like Hope said, man, it's legal in Colorado. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But they locking us up at alarming rates yeah. for it. It's legal and in you, California. Detroit. Yeah. Detroit, too. Yeah. Pretty much. But it's going to be legal everywhere. It's right, legal but, in California. But they're, they need to retroactively clear these prisons, man. But mm-hmm. is that actually going to happen? Because at the end of the day, America is a business. They're not. What did, Nobody's uh, going to do that. What did uh, that's, that's like the reparations we were supposed to get, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. We, we got that with Obama, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Good ones. Right. What did GLC say about it? Remember, he, he was saying, saying you could buy a prisoner for thirty dollars. Oh a yeah, share. you can invest so in. A, yeah, it's, just, it's a market. Like, what? You can invest. Yeah, you can invest in the prison. It's on on each trade. On your phone. Yeah. On an app. Yeah. It's a stock. They trade it publicly. Stay yeah. in tune. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to move out of politics <laughs> and go into around the town. What's going on with La La this Sunday? Where's, it's being held on um, downtown, right? Yeah, Grand downtown. Park from Whole Thursday nine. to Sunday. So okay. if you don't have no tickets, don't even think about going. Just yeah, say it's too late that's for what's you. going on. But the theme the theme song for uh, This and the third. third is Long Live the Chief, and that's my man Jadena, and he's performing at the Concord Music Hall this Saturday yep, tomorrow. Saturday. Yep, after uh, Lollapalooza. I would love to go take I know, we out. should be hosting we that. So Pyramid Marketing Solutions. Y'all need to make sure the next time Jenna Dinner comes in town. Plug your boy, plug your girl, plug plug us. You know what I'm saying? And then last but not least, speaking of Pyramid, they're having their uh, weekly happy happy hour hour at Reverie uh, tonight. They're actually calling all bros at 706. So since we're filming early today, Probably oh, go get Liddy. You know what I'm saying? I got my whole Friday to look forward picks. to. It. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Well, I'm not. I don't take pics. I'll be in pics. I don't take them. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Right, I'm a guy. I don't get in the pics. Hey, <laughs> hey, Bobby Valentino. <laughs> get out of here. All right. So then it busted up, man. Uh, Procter and Gamble, man, had a dope ad. In my opinion, a I dope thought it ad. Was a good ad too. A very dope ad that spoke about the talk. Right. And there's so much backlash about this this ad. Why? Okay. So this this ad is posted on our page, but basically okay. it's a my black is beautiful ad. And in the ad, you have different genres. So like the 50s, the 60s, 70s, 80s. And you see the parents having the talk with their black child. Mm. Whether it's 
you got to be smarter than them or mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. pretty regardless you know yeah, as a black uh-huh. right so it was a good ad but it's getting a lot of backlash a lot like, of backlash what is this talk because i right. think it just makes white people feel uncomfortable it does mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's like the, the truth hurts have. the truth mm-hmm. hurts like i i'm not having this talk just because i want to right i'm having this talk because it's necessary yeah. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so at the end of the day y'all go to this that and the third page on um facebook, facebook and y'all can definitely check out the ad and comment below and let us know what y'all think about the ad at the end of the day I think they're trying to sell Tide to black people. Mm. <laughs> Let's not be confused. Right. Tide, Tide is probably racist as well. Yeah. I'm just saying they're trying to. <laughs> Tide is a Tide is a black brand. Just like I got a girl that works at Coke. She's like, no, Sprite is a black brand. Mm. We specifically target Sprite towards black people because they're going to drink it. And they, uh. the numbers on the numbers. Look at LeBron. Yep. Look at That's little okay. Yachty. Yep. Okay. What Sprite is a black brand. Hey. Uh. Not so much with maybe Diet Coke. Right. I think this commercial was cool though. I just think it's just it just makes white people feel uncomfortable because True hurts. they don't know we have to have this talk even still today. No, 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 boo boo. Well, the city decided to tax it, so I'm just I've already cut my consumption of something. <laughs> 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 terrible, man. I'm drinking faucet water. Yeah. <laughs> I go to right Indiana. Last but not good move, just like we used to do with the gas. <laughs> Last but not least, with the uh, entertainment piece, man. You said Drake's dad comes yes. out with a music video under Did you the not name Dennis. I have not seen okay, this. Okay, so YouTube. I didn't know Drake it, had a father. YouTube it, Dambo. Come on. Oh, yeah, he got a father. His father, is, his mother is white and his father's father black. black. His father's old. I yeah, he's from Memphis. Yeah, yeah. His dad is on the cover of his album. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. So his I, dad's name fan, so is. Uh, oh, that's right. Know. Okay, so anyway, Dennis Graham. That's who that is, though? That's his father? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so. um. It's a dope. It's like an old school Charlie Wilson type mm. of song, right? Hey girl. Yeah, he got the smoke <laughs> blowing. He has a white girl in it, and she's kind of young, so I didn't understand mm. that. Kind of lost me there, yeah. but you know, whatever. He revealed himself there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also in entertainment, man, and, and kind of associated with Post It Up. Uh, That's what it's called. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. crazy is the name of the track. Kind of crazy. Mm. Dennis Graham kind of crazy. No, they just aired that on TMZ, girl. They just aired it on TMZ, but it's been on YouTube since uh, August 11, twenty. Come on, Drake, help your dad out. Shout out to our fact checker. All right. right. <laughs> but also, have you seen this locked and loaded post with this father? He has like the real militant <gasps> I reposted children. that on the page. Excuse me. I know. I need to get they my kids signed up. They are out here spitting out Negro spiritual facts yeah. and, and loading weapons and yeah. ready and just taking aim. That scared me. No, if I was white, that would scare me. It did scare me. me. I was kind of like, where can I sign up? Near no one near my. That's a lot of information that those kids have. <laughs> I'll just say this: I don't. I, I get the knowledge and the retention and knowing your your, your ancestry dot com, but uh, locked but at the end, did you get what he said? Um, if I die, what should you do? Continue to teach. Oh. I was like, "Oh my yeah. God!" Legacy, yeah. yeah. So it's right. very dope, but I can see how white people are scared. Are scared. Of that. They should be. They should be. Should we coming. Be scared. Last but not least, man, you seen about the uh, the book phone challenge? Yeah, that's smart. Hold so this is a, a response to Jay Z. Okay? Right, exactly. Because I think niggas is holding books they haven't read. Right. <laughs> 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 so I'm just gonna say that. But with a little bit of time left, we are gonna do what we always do with our uh, illustrious <laughs> guests, man, and we are gonna play this at the third. We are gonna ask y'all three random questions, and the only rules are you gotta answer. Honestly and from the heart. Y'all ready to play? Yeah. All right, so this is this. Um, okay, so what are the what are y'all goals with ultimately both your organizations and what you're doing? What's the goal? What's the what's the end point? My goal is to keep it going <laughs> until my kids can run it. Okay. Pass it down. Legacy. Pass it down. Legacy. Legacy. Um, my goal is um, ultimately my goal is to get my son and my like nephew here off to college. Okay. To, to use basketball. 
to get them to school free. Uh, secondary is to use basketball to teach life lessons and to also foster a relationship with my son. Because we, we just spend so much time in the gym and so much time, I think that's uh, some glue to us having a bond mm -hmm. and us spending time together and us going through our social issues and dad, you know, dad, son issues. And But it's been a great journey, you know what I'm saying, for somebody who didn't have a dad. Right. I think that really stems a lot of the emotion and passion because I, I, I'm giving my son everything I wanted. Right. And mm -hmm. I feel fortunate to be able to. You know, I wanted somebody to teach me some behind-the-back dribble moves and stuff like that right. and mm -hmm. teach me about my form and take videos and take me to camps and, and show some interest. And so I think ultimately my goal is to continue to use basketball to show my son I love him, show these kids we love him, and to get him off the streets and, you know, show him what's better. Yep. Basketball sent me all over the world, sent him yep. all over the world. Okay. Well, this is, this is that. What do y'all say to young ladies that want to get the same enrichment, the same, you know what I'm saying, kumbaya type feel that the young brothers are getting and don't really have the platform to do so. Where do y'all send them? Um, We send them. I got girls, yeah, girls on my team. Program. We got girls in our program, Let's bro. Let's get it. And you know what's, what's crazy about them girls can hoop, man. Man, don't and, sleep. And, and, and I tell people all the time with the WNBA, that has really made little girls from little, like when we was little boys, gave them something to work towards. Right. So... Don't get it twisted. I'm a big fan of women basketball, but it's some little girls in our camp and all on our teams who are killers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Monsters. This is the third. Okay, so y'all both work hard. What's one thing y'all like to do for fun? Um, I don't have too much fun, fortunately, <laughs> anymore because I do basketball league seven days a week. But when I do like to have some fun, I'm a movie person. Game of Thrones. I Thrones. love that. And uh, I might go listen to some house music every night. Oh, house head, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, uh, my number one thing I like to do, having fun, is making money. I like, I like to forget that too. Uh, <laughs> 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 I like to find different ways to, you know, creative ways to, you know, make money. And then uh, two, just I like being with my friends, hanging yeah. out. You know what I'm saying, relaxing. I'm getting old now, so I don't, I don't do as much going out and hanging out. Can't go everywhere anymore. Kickbacks. I think uh, that's that. what they call it now. Kickback. I like, yeah. like, I like that. <laughs> All right. We want to thank these brothers for bring, uh, for joining us on This, That, and the Third today here on Urban Broadcast Media. Can we slow clap them out real quick? Straight like that. All right. And we thank everybody that tuned in on the live, on the website, and on the app. And we thank the young brothers for stopping through, just for bringing the positive energy. We thank our engineer extraordinaire, D. Curtis Randall, running the D. board. D. Curtis? Like Hussein Bolt. And uh, we just thank everybody that tuned in. Check check us out each and every Friday night right here on UBM. And anytime you miss us, be sure to tune into the podcast replay on SoundCloud and or iTunes. Subscribe. It's been a lovely time serving as a host. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third, and my lovely co-hosts with the most, Ms. Reese PC, the one and only. We will check y'all out next Friday. Tell a friend, tell a friend. And peace, one love. Peace we out. Love be safe. Thanks for having us. All day. Love. Love.